friends and neighbors. We're here to talk about uh, home cookery and other sins. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's been too long. Yeah, it's been a minute. Sorry, the five people that were listening, and thank you for listening. Hopefully, you're still interested. <laughs> Today, on home cookery and other sins, we are going to talk about coconut chicken curry, which is from uh, Pinterest, <laughs> and the <laughs> author is called Chelsea's Messy Apron. I tried desperately to figure out, like, just by going to her about page and stuff, just to figure out what the hell her last name is, and it's nowhere. What do you mean? She already told you it's Messy Apron. You just, it's <laughs> French, so you gotta, you gotta drop a few of the vowels, so it's more like, the Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I seriously was, like, trying to get her name so I could be, like, from, you know, this author. Well, it's Chelsea Smith now. <laughs> No, it's Miss Sopron. Miss Sopron. Yeah, sorry. Chelsea Miss Sopron has uh, has written a recipe for a really basic red basic Thai with a style B. curry. Yeah, it's a really basic curry. This is Uggs and pumpkin spice curry. Yeah, this is a really good way to describe it. Actually, we this is one of the first, maybe the first one that we ever tried to make. Um, it's the first thing called curry that we ever tried to make. We made similar, like, Thai dishes, but this one... Is this even Thai? It's very purposefully ambiguous about what kind of cuisine it is. I really thought this was... I have always called this Indian. It's really neither. If you were gonna, Perfect. If you were going to call it anything, I would say it's, it's more Thai than it is Indian because it has red Thai curry paste as its base. But it also has traditionally like Indian curry powder, yellow curry powder. So it's really a fusion. I mean, y- is it the mom jeans of curry? No, it's Ugg boots and pumpkin spice. Yeah, it's, it's, this already. it's Ugg boots, pumpkin spice, and candles and live, laugh, love pictures. Ooh. It's, but I mean, it was really approachable. So we like. We yes, s- it was. We saw this and went, let's try this, because this is written by an obviously white person, and <laughs> it doesn't even know what culture it's from. So we should be able to figure this out. <laughs> it was really easy to follow. Well, yeah, so here's the thing about this recipe. The... Are we getting into it already? No, no, we're going to back up. We're going to back, back up. up. We're going to back up. Do you want to tell the long and complicated story of why it's been so long since we made anything? Oh, it's because we're lazy motherfuckers and... Moving on. <laughs> that's all, that's really it. Nothing happened to us that would warrant us not making the show. Nope, just didn't want to do it. I know it's a really bad mentality, but... Yeah, we're trying. Just we'll, we'll being be honest. We'll be better. If you listen. Maybe, maybe <laughs> if you're lucky, we'll record two in the same night and there'll be a progression of... No, we won't. We won't do that. We'll record two in the same night and keep one in our pocket to release later. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Pocket sand. <laughs> Sensory. me. <laughs> oh, God, no. Don't get into that. Uh, yeah. Um, no, before we get into all that stuff, uh, just to remind everybody at home, we are Nick and Ashley. Those are our names. And <laughs> <laughs> we, our show is uh, two amateur cooks. Ish. We're amateur. We don't have uh, formal training of any kind in cooking. No, but we have enough experience. Right. It's all anecdotal in life, like, experience. We have never worked in a kitchen, worked with a chef, none of that stuff. So I would say that is amateur cook. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> and we are here to talk about recipes that we found, looking for interesting things, uh, things we've had before that we want to try to recreate, um, trying to branch into newer, new cultures for us that we <laughs> just, you know, our parents never made this type of food and we like it, so we want to try and replicate it. Um, and the show structure generally is going to be, we're going to go first impressions on looking at the recipe. We're going to talk about the shopping experience, how easy it was it, and how expensive was it to find all the ingredients that you need. Uh, what can you sub and what can you not really sub? You know, I have a lot of opinions on that today, a little foreshadowing. But <laughs> yeah, there's maybe I don't. Maybe I have two. There's stuff you can and stuff you can. You, don't, you only know when you try it. Like store brand, you can usually get away with store brand stuff, but there's certain things you kind of can't. And Is there something in this one you think was store brand that we can't get away with? No, 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 not this recipe. I'm just saying, as an example, yes. using okay. store okay. brand pasta, we oh, did it yeah. for a really long time because it's cheaper. But I had like half. It's like a dollar difference almost. It's much cheaper. And it's yeah, it really shows. not worth it. It's not worth it. Just pay for the pasta. Well, it depends on how much you like your pasta. If you like pasta that isn't mush and mush. has like the correct amount of like bite to it when it's out there. Because the store brand, it's it thinner. It's made thinner. and It generally goes from ready to mush in 30 seconds it goes from too crunchy to mushy like there's no yeah there's no happy medium the amount of time it takes you to decide that i guess it's right now it's already turned to mush by the time you come to that conclusion yeah which we disagree a lot about what al dente is but yeah, ashley wants it to crunch <laughs> no i want it to have a little bit of a bite it's the should. recommended cook time will be 10 minutes and ashley will cook it for seven well, that's mac and cheese. No, mac and cheese is cooked time is seven and a half minutes. Mm, yeah, and I cook it for like six and a half. Craft mac and cheese. Well, that works because it's thin and shitty. If you follow directions on craft mac and cheese, you're going to have sad, broken up, mushy macaroni in it. Don't do it. Well, you're also going to have a heart attack with your four tablespoons of butter. That too. Okay, you can totally use two tablespoons of butter and I, it's some fine. Some I use three because I'm feeling fancy, but you can't really I haven't tell done the four difference. in a really long time. You don't even have to use milk. No, you especially, don't have to. Especially if you're going to use, uh, if you make like a loaded mac with like anything in it. Like bacon, onions, bacon, onion, peas. peas. Carrots, yeah. corn, green beans if you're weird. Yeah, like you but, can do frozen vegetables in there, just kick it up a notch. And it doesn't even, like the milk, the milk is just there to make the powder all loose. I think it adds creaminess. I think if yeah, you have milk. Yeah, but I just put more milk, butter in there have milk it's better with milk but the butter you don't need look if i have milk i do two tablespoons if i don't have milk i leave a little bit of the boiling water in there and do yes. three tablespoons. you can pasta water it up pasta water yeah for sure um anyway so pasta just get good pasta it's not worth getting bad pasta but anyway Ooh, there is a store brand thing on here in this recipe that doesn't work we'll get to it Okay, great. I forgot what it was. <laughs> oh, you'll know when we get there. All right. Um, so we're talking about shopping. We're going to talk about cooking the actual recipe, how easy are the directions to follow, what did we change, uh, oh, so much. and keep the same. Spoilers. Some of these recipes we've made multiple times. 
or quite this a few of them. We've made multiple times. We've made this one a lot of times. I was going to say, this is probably one of our longest standing recipes that we constantly make changes to. Yeah, we're always trying to make it a little bit more flavorful and just more authentic tasting. And it's not gonna, it's not gonna be authentic. No, it's, no, no, no. It's Thai Indian fusion. It doesn't even know what it is, but it tastes it's a, pretty good. It's accessible <laughs> curry. It's accessible curry, yes. Uh, um, and then we're gonna talk about how the food tastes, and we're gonna rate it based on our food. rating system, which is ease of use, how easy is the recipe to use, taste satisfaction. How good is it and how close does it come to what you expected it to or wanted it to taste like? Cost effectiveness, um, how many ingredients are there, how expensive are the ingredients, are there subable ingredients or not really? Um, anything with steak is just expensive and it sucks, <laughs> like that's, it sucks. <laughs> most people. Yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> so uh, and then we're going to talk, they're going to rate it based on the what the fuck factor, talk about what the, what the uh, leftover ability is. Yeah. <laughs> but the what the fuck factor is the interesting thing about the recipe. Sometimes there won't be one of those things. I don't. I think this one doesn't have one at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> but sometimes there'll be something like, oh, they put clam chowder in pasta. Weird. See episode one. See episode one if you're interested in clam chowder pasta. Surprisingly, you should be. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so what the fuck factor, and then yes, does it leftover, and leftover ability, not only does it keep, but can you reheat it without it being totally ruined? <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's our rating scale, um, it's always gonna be one to five, and no you cannot do half pussy bullshit, you have to do a whole number. No. I refuse. You have to do a whole number. Those You're are the a holes. whole number. Don't be a fencer. Oh, I'm a fencer at heart. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So this recipe that we're going to be talking about today is a red curry. Like I said, it's not identifiable as a actual culture's curry. But sure I think that's... It's American curry. Yeah, I think that's personally what I kind of like about it. Um, when you want to scratch that curry itch, but you don't want to be on the toilet for two hours the next day? Well, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one doesn't murder your insides. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it's red curry with creamy coconut milk, and uh, that's what kind of adds the creaminess that you might get from, like, a heavy cream, but it's really nice because it doesn't give you the shits if you're a lactard, and yeah. you need your lactate, because <laughs> you are lactose intolerant. Uh, <laughs> that's what, uh, that's what my brother Broseph calls his, uh, his wife, Blara. She's a lactard. She also can't get lactate. It's not as funny when I say it, but it's funny and you had to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. I'm laughing. Yeah. Creamy, creamy coconut milk, some mm. veggies, some delicious herbs. Herbalicious. It's a bowl of pumpkin spice latte curry. <laughs> well, that sounds terrible. I mean, actually, it does use a lot of the same spices as pumpkin spice, which is why I think that's such an apt comparison. You're welcome. Didn't even plan that. 
because curries often do well Indian curries anti curries really I mean they they often use um, like baking spices like we would consider in America usually they would be a baking spice it's amazing how many other cultures use cinnamon in savory dishes yeah like Mexican food it's super common and it's really strange it makes sense when you cook with it but you're looking at the recipe going you're like, what you're gonna what? put animal crackers in there and you want raisins? three cinnamon sticks what's happening what <laughs> this is a pork dish, sir. Yeah, but it's awesome, and you should do it. Um, but yeah, so Basic Bitch Curry, episode four, home cookery and ever since, with Chelsea Misaprong. <laughs> Welcome to that also. All right. Are uh, we ready for section one? Yeah, section one. First Are you impressions. Sure? Anything else we want to get off our chest? Oh, it'll come out. I know, right? Oh, it always comes out in the wash. Constant stream of thought. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I don't edit this at all, so sorry about if that. If you haven't figured that out by now, <laughs> if you're starting on this episode, great choice. We're getting a little better, I think, to toot my own horn. We're getting better at the sound balancing. Yay! Using, uh, I mean, Whatever just a quick garbage. pitch audacity. It's kind of cool and not sponsored. And voice meter. Also not sponsored. Because both of those things are free. And <laughs> they let you split your... We don't have more than one computer. Like, that's not a work computer in our house. So we have to split our mics. We're super cheap. Yeah, we got to split our mics through the same computer. And you can do that with Audacity and Voice Meter combined. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, if you hear... There's some echoes, but we're, we, we kind of ironed it we out. Try. We try. We're we try. Better. We're practicing. You know... If uh, one day maybe we'll invest some money in this, it's just, you know, it's it's an expense that we don't really want to make right now. <laughs> but right now, it's a uh, pet project. If we want to do more with it, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Maybe if we get up to ten listeners. Yeah. Ten listeners, and we'll buy two mics. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll pay for GarageBand. Garage, ew, no. And I don't think we can even run that because we don't have Apple. Because <sighs> Apple is the worst. Windows for life. Yes. Yes, because I like options. <laughs> um, Alright, moving on. I'm losing my stream of thought. First impressions. First impressions. First impressions Basic of this recipe. <laughs> yeah, not... Hug, boot, swear in. Loved it. I loved the first impression of this recipy. Yes. Because we got the we got into this recipe, really when we first started experimenting with like Asian uh, and other styles of yeah food. beyond like the frozen PF Chang dinners, which oh my god, talk about you want a salt bomb? Love the idea. It's a great idea. Execution of it, I think. Uh, it's not great. I, th I think I. Uh, I think I could give the uh, was the Dead Sea a run for its money for my salt content. <laughs> like, oh, every well, bite. To be fair, that's that's most frozen food though. It's just really I overly salty. Didn't realize how overly salty it was until we stopped eating it all the time. And then you, <laughs> and then the your fingers like lost oh, five sizes. I know. Like the one, <laughs> the one time you went on uh, the last time, like three years ago or more four or five years ago you went on a, uh, a business, business trip. trip 
and he left me home alone. And I bought one of those P.F. Chang things, and I ate it all by myself. And I got halfway through it, and I had to stop to drink a gallon of water because I was dying. Yeah. There's so much salt. Even the, even the lean, cuisines. lean cuisines. Yeah, same. It's the same thing. Oh, nothing like a um, Stouffer's? Like, uh, is it Stouffer's or Hungry Man? Whatever. The, the bullshit, the blandest Salisbury steak oh, and salt. Well, it's just pressed meat, patty, and salt. I mean, Salisbury steak's not really very good when you just make it. So, like. Well, I was really impressed by this because we were in the beginning. Because we were coming off of that, salt bombs and yes. everything. Yeah, this one has grown with us over time. Oh, it's time. grown so much. I remember the first time we did it, because onions is in this ingredients list, because it has to be. Yeah, there's onions. And I cut the onions into, like, the little dicey squares. And, ooh, is that the wrong way to do onions for this dish? Or I made them too big. Whatever I did the first time, maybe I cut them into long strips. I just remember not liking this because it was like every bite was a mouthful of awkward onion. We might have done too much. We probably put too much onion in it because I always used to over-onion everything. What do you mean used to? I no, You've gotten I, a lot better. I don't now, but I... <laughs> Some things, you, pasta sauce, you still want to over-onion Sundays. I'm much So better much better. But, it, but everything used to be onions. Well, because you buy an onion and you're like, well, I can save half an onion, you know, like, and use that for another meal. But sometimes... Well, realize how much a fourth of an onion, how far that can go. Yeah, sometimes you only need a fourth of an onion or less for a recipe. Depending on how large your onion was to begin with, you always get the biggest fucking onions. Nah, I don't... They don't, don't have try. good ones that are that small most of the time. Not where we shop. Yeah, so... We go... Yeah, and every recipe's like, oh, yeah, oh. just a whole onion. Because their onion is like teeny baby time onions. Oh, when they say two small onions, I'm like, where the fuck are you getting two onions small enough that you can use all of both? They're like, two pearl onions. Oh, did we not mention they were pearl onions? I didn't show it in the video. I showed you a regular onion in the video. Yes, yeah. I. <laughs> but you don't want to, like... You want to just use the whole half so that you don't end up wasting. But now I just, I bite the bullet and I cut it in a half again and I, I save it. I mean, obviously oh, you fine. can also just cut the whole thing and then use the bits for later. But then you run into like, well, what if I wanted a different slices style this time? Like I then it doesn't work and you don't use it and you waste it. So much waste. Yeah. So what we're getting at is there's onions in this dish. <laughs> yeah, there's onions. Don't over onion though. It's very easy to over onion. Well, here's there's a couple things with that, but we'll there's we'll get into so cook. We'll get into that with cooking. So okay. so still on first impressions. <laughs> first impressions, it was just doable and simple. It was very doable. You don't yeah. have to buy a lot of ingredients to make it. Um, uh, not really. It feels like there's a lot. Is there not? No. All right, we'll get into it. No, there's. We'll, get, we'll talk about that later. It just feels like there's a lot, but it's really not crazy. I mean, okay. All right. I'll take your word for that. <laughs> well, I'll look it up. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna look it up. Yeah. Well, first impression. Computer right in front of me. Um. Yeah, the ingredients list isn't even long. It's not. 
I think it's because there's so many things that... Oh, no. Okay, we have a lot of it. I, maybe it's the first time that we did this. We yeah. had to buy so much of it. Yeah, we had to buy stuff oh. when we first made it. We but now they've kind of become standard in our house, so it doesn't feel as bad. Right. Some of the some of the things. Like, you know, you have to buy red curry paste. You gotta buy yellow fish curry sauce. powder. Yeah, yellow fish sauce. So, coconut oil. You don't mm. have to use that, though. Actually, we used ghee the last time we made it, and it was really good with ghee. Actually, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that seems obvious if it's your Indian curry. It's, you know, it works. You could use coconut coconut oil, too, if you want to be healthier, I guess. But that works, too. But mm. the ghee's good. <laughs> if you like the smell of popcorn butter, ghee is just, yeah. like, straight popcorn butter. It's better than that, but it's, it smells like that. Um, so, yeah, not a bunch of ingredients. And you can make this, like, in 30 minutes. Yeah, but I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, you want to give it... We well, learned we're, we're this... Get, we're getting there. We learned this the hard way, but you you do want to take your time with this. So much more time than you think. Because you need to cook down your ingredients. Um, this, is, this is why the original version is Uggs and Pumpkin Spice. Yeah, this is probably the first recipe we're going to review that's actually... If you follow this recipe, like what it says, to the tea. you're gonna be kind of disappointed if yep. you if you eat curry. Like you're gonna, this is not curry. No, it's white people abominations. Like <laughs> so, it's technically it's a bad recipe, <laughs> but uh. but we look at it nostalgically because like we've grown with it and it helped yeah. us get into this. But like we had to take inspiration and knowledge from a lot of other sources and just experience to to get this right i guess you could say it's a bad recipe i think we just like it because we're we've grown with it we're nostalgic for every time it. every time we get a little bit better at cooking we come back to it and try something new yeah so it's it's not okay. it's a bad recipe but it if was you a do it exactly <laughs> the way it's written yes it was a great jumping off point for us when it came to curry so it, weirdly, I would recommend it if you're if you're not really familiar with cooking curry, and you want to be. <laughs> um, All right, I'll get on board with that. Yeah, weird. So, shopping. So when going shopping for this, we talked about the ingredients list is really not too bad. Um, and we get to our first store brand. Don't buy shitty chicken. Oh, yeah. Well, store, you can. I mean, our store-branded <laughs> chicken sucks butt. Kind of. It does. Yeah, Winco doesn't win. It's a win little bit better, for, for but Albertson's store-brand chicken is poop, 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 poop. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> it's so much water. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. When you cook it, it, like, shrinks five sizes because all the water comes out, and it's just, like, so many tendony crappy connectors yeah. all over it. It's a pain in the butt. Well, then you gotta cook it so much longer to get rid of all the extra water that fucking came out. Yes. It's, no. Um, so buy, buy the best chicken that you can justify affording. Yeah. If all you can get is store brand, you know, just learn to cook better. But yeah, yeah, it, you can make it work with store brand. We did, many times. Many times. Um, and but this there was is... a lot of soupy things that shouldn't have been soupy. Yes. Until we learned. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is chicken thighs too, so it's not gonna. It's not as expensive as chicken breast. Um, yeah. And you know, it's just the thighs. So if you can find a pack of just the boneless, skinless thighs, which are probably like the most common. Yeah, it depends on the store. Some or, and it depends on the week, dude. Like sometimes yeah. they don't have thighs at all. Sometimes they only have bone and skin on, which are great for some things, but not. I feel like this, this. is one of the weeks when we couldn't easily get a good pack of boneless, skinless. Yeah, we like we were just having we were, like, a problem hunting. getting it. For the most basic. <laughs> yeah, it's strange. I. <laughs> it's strange, and. uh also, I noted that <laughs> chicken thigh, which you randomly don't find sometimes. Yeah. Because you're like, what? The store just doesn't have it this week? Like, you do not have chicken thigh. It's such a basic thing. But then we also realized talking to, like, people we know, especially, like, older relatives, not old, but, like, older than us, you know, generations or a generation older, people think that chicken thigh is, like... Gross. It's like, the, well, the way they react to it when you say you're made something with chicken thigh, they're like, it's like you used sweetbreads or livers. <laughs> like, it's awful. Like, it's it's awful, you know? Look, if you, <laughs> if you learn to cook, if you started paying attention to food in the late 80s and the 90s, fat on the food translates directly to fat on your ass. So you only ate chicken breast. The good lean meat that right. doesn't make you fat, <laughs> regardless of the of the fact, not the fats, the fact that you deep fried the chicken breast, it was still lean meat, so it was okay to eat yeah. because fat is the enemy, <laughs> even though fat is flavor. Yeah, exactly. So, so many people, yeah. A lot of when we started making more Asian recipes, more. Um, and you get that delicious chicken thigh in there. Asian and Indian, really. But there's tons. You know, there's right tons. choice for things, for many things. Yeah, but they will use chicken thighs most of the time in stuff like this. Like, especially if you're if you're like cooking something that's stewy, which curry kind of is a little it's, bit. Oh yeah. Oh no. This would be so gross with chicken breast. Yeah, it's stewy. You have to cook this for a while, and you could adjust it, but it's going to be a whole different. You can't beat up chicken breast like you can chicken thigh or, you know, leg or dark meat, right? Dark meat, you can cook it for a longer time and it's so not going to be dry. You have to be wa you have to watch out that it doesn't get rubbery, but it usually doesn't. You know, in something like this, you're cutting it up in small pieces. I mean, the other thing with people, it's just weird to me that people, like my, our parents are so squeamish about chicken thigh. Because it's such a normal thing in, like, most of the world and to us now. We're like, it's chicken thighs great. Like, what are you talking about? It has its place. It's proper place. Yeah. Or, like, I. so I think the other reason, so it's definitely the 80s weird fat thing. And then. But, oh, but eat cottage cheese. That's a diet food. Yeah, it was just, like, pure dairy fat. Like, what? But, <laughs> But oh, the other marketing. thing, the other thing that I find funny is that our parents are just like super squeamish about little ghibli ickies in the food. Oh, I don't like that either. But. And like, but you just eat around it. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, you know, because they were the ones that told you and your kids, like, just stopping a baby and eat it. It's just onions or whatever it is. 
but they're like, what if, what if I bite into the wing and get like a yucky part? You just don't eat it. Spit it out. Yeah, like I guess your day's ruined and you're dead now. Like what? <laughs> it's such a weird, like infantile thing, to have people like older than you be like worried about. <laughs> you know, but super common, like way more common than you think. That people are just like, oh, you're using chicken thigh, Blah. Use chicken thigh, because otherwise chicken thigh. your chicken's going to dry out and you're going to be sad. Oh, if you sub in chicken breast and you follow these directions, you're going to have, like, yeah. the driest, chewiest. Because you can't cook it long enough to be good shreddy chicken breast. It's just going to really. turn into, like, a super hard, shitty. It's just going to be, like, chicken chewy and... It's not going to be good. It's going to be dry. No amount of sauce is going to save it. And every recipe will be like, oh, if you want to use breast, that's fine. Like, no, it's not. No. You could use breast, but you would have to cook it very differently. Yeah. You would, you would and the it. texture wouldn't be as good. It's just, like, if you've ever eaten curry, it's if you've ever eaten chicken curry, it, they're not using breast. No. Usually. They do use cubey bites. They do use breast in, like, tikka masala sometimes. But that's to it. Well, as we've learned from watching more and more stuff, usually a lot of tikka masala is like leftover chicken skewers. Were yes. So really, yeah. they're just hucking it into the sauce. You have. <laughs> they're just hucking it in the sauce to warm it back up before they serve it to you. Yes, that's true. So as a more traditional, you're not just sitting there cooking it forever. It's, you can't do that. Um, yeah. But yeah. And all the flavors in the thighs too. Uh, so do that, and then oh, and the other thing was shopping. They have a couple herbs on the list. They have both, and you'll see this with a lot of Asian dishes that they'll have like, or especially Thai, they'll have like put you know basil and mint and cilantro and like. Wait, did this one do that? This one does not use mint. This one uses basil and cilantro, but a lot of okay. Thai recipes will use all three of those yep. things. And you're like, what? Like, you only put one herb on a dish. What are you talking about? No, no. Trust the recipe. <laughs> yeah. You got to trust the recipe on that one. You need the... At least the... once. You got to experiment doing it the way it's written once. You need the cilantro and you need the basil because they're such a big flavor component of the dish. It's, you know, it's going to sit in the sauce and it's... Like a spaghetti, you know, it's like a spaghetti or red Italian sauce. It, de it develops so much flavor. Um, so you need both. Like, we actually are growing some herbs in our side yard <laughs> at the moment. And they're, they're kind of... the ability to do so, oh, yeah. super worth If it. you can do it, it's awesome to be able to have your own little herb garden. Like, it's just not even the same thing as going to the grocery store. It's it's so cool. <laughs> it's, it's I don't garden until very recently and I kill plants and like I love herb gardening because I love being able to eat my produce and like it can be a very set and forget just water it and herbs are can be forgiving can which be which is nice yes they can be I mean mine are I have dying ones too so it's it's hard <laughs> keeping plants alive is hard but it's worth it if you can do it it is super worth it we used um did we use oregano? We actually used oregano. You added oregano. You're, yeah. We, this one. we used oregano, I think oregano and basil. Yep. Because we had a bunch growing. Did we cilantro as a garnish at all? Or? 
I think I not um, ours. I we actually, don't have any growing. I think I actually omitted the cilantro because I. Complacency, right? You know. You could do all three, but like it's you gotta be kind of careful because like I've noticed a lot of times, just like I was saying, use the mint, cilantro, and basil, and it can be good, but it can be muddled. Some of the like, the mint will usually fuck you up. Yeah, it can. You can end up basil with basil and mint. You can end up with something that's sort of muddled tasting when you yeah. do that. So I don't I, I like to be careful with what I use and like purposeful with the herbs that I put in and the seasonings I put in. Because in the past I may have just dumped the kitchen sink in there because <laughs> I'm like, Well this tastes good, so it'll be good in this. And it's like no. No. <laughs> no. You gotta stop doing that and like take a step back and be like, Why am I adding this? Cayenne pepper, Chef John, is it going to do anything? Yes, no? it's going to be my signature. Then don't do it because it's. Don't do it. Doesn't make sense. Have don't do things that don't make sense. What? I don't know. I don't go off recipe at all, so I, I can't even make that joke. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm an improviser. This, actually, this curry is actually like mine at this point, the way that we make it now. Have we talked about the difference between basil and Thai basil at all? I don't remember if we did that last time. We didn't get Thai basil for that. We used the basil that I grew. Yeah, I know, but have we ever talked about the difference? <clears throat> no, I don't think so. There's. I mean, looking at Thai basil, I understand why mint is so common with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's very it's like mint and basil together is what Thai basil kind of tastes, and it also has like a licorice quality. That's the part that's the most unique to me. Or anise, right? But it's like black licorice quality to it. Which basil and Thai basil, Italian basil or sweet basil and Thai basil, it's it's very different. So different. Very different. You can sometimes sub them out though, and we definitely do all the time because you can't always get Thai basil. Nope. Super annoying. You know, but, um, but the, cur I mean, I just, we had a bunch of basil and oregano. Fresh oregano is so crazy good. It's like, I, it's not something I ever really used until I started growing it. Um, I always use dried, which I still use a lot in different things, but if you're like curry or an Italian red sauce, if you have a big, long, like, sprig of oregano that's fresh, it doesn't have the, like, really harsh, Italian herbs, like... Like, shitty uh, pizza place sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's super easy to over-oregano with dry oregano. It's People very like punchy. It. People like to use it like salt, where they're just adding fistfuls of it. Yes. And, and then cool. your pasta tastes like pizza, and it's stupid, and you did it wrong. I'm using heartburn. My <laughs> little baby... My little baby heart can't handle the burn. Spicy boy. oregano. Yeah, yeah, but fresh oregano is not like that, and you can just like put, it's like it's a very subtle. sprig of the oregano and a sprig of basil, just throw them in the pot, don't cut them, just take them out later, like it's, it's it, the sauce gets so much amazing flavor from it, and it's really mild and not like smack you in the face gross pizza smack sauce. Smack yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've come Ooh. to, a, we've come to appreciate oregano a lot since we started cooking um, other culture, like Mediterranean food, especially, and things like that. Like, lamb and oregano is just, wah, so perfect. I know everybody's lamb and mint, but, like, I just, lamb and oregano mint is, jelly. yeah, that sounds disgusting. I'm not, <laughs> I really, 
I'm not like a huge mint person. I like it in drinks. I like it in food. It can be easily just too much though. It's weird. Um, so I'm always careful with mint. And I like oregano better on mine anyway. <laughs> um, that was shopping. Yeah, other than that, everything's like everything's really easy to find. The only thing that can be annoying to get is the red curry paste. Yeah, uh, depending on your Asian section of your store. And uh, some of so like when we shopped at Albertsons exclusively, um, their red curry paste is marked up like two to three dollars sometimes more. If you have an Asian store, obviously get it from there because it is much much cheaper. Sometimes that red curry paste from Albertsons was like four dollars for that little. Mm. Mm -hmm. Itty bitty baby jar, and it was like a buck fifty when we went over to Ninety Nine Ranch. So, if you uh, if you can find it, that if you can find it, it might be overpriced, but you gotta have it. That's the bitch of it. Yeah. There's nothing you can sub. Tomato paste does not a sub make for red curry. No, it's like a whole thing, like of spice. If you if you wanted to be like crazy authentic, you would make your own curry paste. But <laughs> but I swear, like the majority of the recipes by like Asian and Indian people, they're like, don't do that. Like we have this distilled stuff that's easy, and just use that because it's a lot of work. It's a ton of work. Or they'll be like, well, I made this yesterday or something. Like they're not making it on they're that video. They're making it. You're making it in batches. Yeah. Where you're gonna make enough to like five recipes worth down the line and I'm sh I'm positive that it tastes better oh 100% I'm sure it does but it's like mortar and pestle nonsense for like 20 minutes yeah it's just a lot <laughs> it's a lot so you, you can, can just skip, buy this <laughs> you can skip arm day at the gym if you're gonna make curry right yeah from scratch but I'm not like I'm far be it for me to say that it doesn't make it better because I'm sure it does if you make it yourself I mean, when we did the green one, the half-acid way that we did it, it tasted a lot yeah. different. Yes, it did. Yep. That's another video. <laughs> yeah, but that's another that's another story. Um, Anything else? No, it's just the red curry paste, chicken thigh. There's curry powder, so there's curry powder. Get the get the best you can find for your area. Yeah, you really, you really want a good one because McCormick's it's, is not great. It's fine. The, um, the Mexican brand one that uh, I can I never the remember the name of it, but it's like, there's it's, always a big section of their spices where you can buy like super cheap things in bags and it's kind of cool, but they have a yellow curry that it's not great. Like, it's going to be one of the major flavors of your dish, so... You kind of want a good one. Like, we ha we have a place that we go. We have a place <laughs> for the curry spice. We got a guy. Yeah. They, well, it's actually like an olive oil company, and they make, you know, locally grown olive oil in the Temecula area. But they also do a bunch of spice blends. And they do a bunch of spice amazing. blends. And the curry blend they have is just delicious. So, yeah. I mean, so you got to get curry powder. Go get a bunch of curry powder and put it on everything because it's really like popcorn. Oh yeah, popcorn is delicious. Or put it on um, cauliflower. Just 
literally cauliflower, curry powder, and like salt, and like maybe a little bit of oil, and just put it in the oven, and it's delicious. You really get what you pay for with that curry powder. Yeah. If you got if you got somewhere local, it's gonna be better than what you can get from the general store, most likely. Mm. I don't know what your local area is like. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those if they have one that like looks hipstery maybe try that one even if it's more pricey get the sir kensington's curry powder <laughs> yeah it might be better i don't know i don't know i mean i'm pretty much stuck in my ways until our if that store ever went out of business then i guess i'll try something else that store's but never going out of business no probably not all the moms in the world will keep it afloat. they well they make really and good us. products like I mean, their olive oil is delicious and their uh we just got apple cider not apple cider we got apple balsamic vinegar from them that yep. we're kind of Ooh, obsessed delicious. with it's really it really good everything. it's so good um but yeah they make all kinds of stuff and it's a cool place it's you know it's expensive but it's cool <laughs> they're never gonna close but we were scared because the last time we went to get curry they were we like they had to go pull it out of the back yeah they were just sold out of what they had on, like in stock on the shelf and we were like i was freaking out. i was like do you still have curry because <laughs> i need this in my life i need your curry and they had a bunch and they just had to put it out and i was fine it was but it was almost it was a tragedy it was almost a panic attack of epic proportions because i don't want to go back to using no the mexican brand that starts with a c <laughs> do you want me to go find it <laughs> no no it's okay it's you know what i'm talking about if you've been to a grocery store just Google it. There's always the. I just don't know at this point. I don't want to. Oh my God! Where's my phone? I'll do it. Uh, he's doing all the work for you, people. But, um. But not to say that I'll they Google don't. Google it, but I'm gonna say it poorly. That's fine. Not to say that they don't have good spices or anything like that. Like we get stuff from them all the time. Like if you want like whole dry peppers or you want um whole. Um, Were you talking about the ones exclusively in the bags? Yeah, but they have seasonings also. Like, usually it's by that. And I, I don't know if they're the same exact brand, but it's usually in the same section. Um, nutmeg. You get whole nutmeg sometimes from this brand, and it's there's actually not a lot of things that are like, like shaving nutmeg. So there's the El Guapo, which is the bag one. Mm -hmm. Their stuff is great. We buy their stuff all the time, <laughs> including the whole nutmeg that you can grate onto like cream sauce is the best thing. It's so good. Or a coffee or whatever, but you know, but it's really a good and savory dishes like is cream it, sauces. It's not Badia. Yes, it's Badia. It starts with a C. Well, you know, it was only one letter off. <laughs> Badia. So Badia has like a, it's like a Caribbean yellow curry or something, and I don't even, it got us through, you know, but it wasn't great. And you're going to use a lot of it in this dish, and it's going to be a lot of your flavor. So, you need it. Buy <laughs> something good. Yes. But everything else is like just herbs and basic, like red bell pepper and onion and garlic, you know, really basic stuff. Oh, there's the other one. The one that starts with the tea. Oh, Tampico. That's the other brand. That's that we the buy other a lot. one. Yes. 
Okay, moving on. Hopefully one of these guys will sponsor us. Never. Sorry, never we don't like your curry powder, but we like your whole nutmeg and other offerings that you have. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, cooking. So, shopping, it's fine. There's a couple things, like with the last recipe that we talked about, where there's a little bit of a barrier to entry with Asian-type foods, if you don't already have some of the pantry stuff. But... You know, if you like that type of food, like, go buy the pantry stuff because you can use it in, like, a hundred other things. <laughs> you know? Um, so it's going to be worth it. And once you kind of build up your collection, you... Then you just always have it. You, yeah, then we'll have it. Then we'll have it. <laughs> you don't need a wine cellar, but... Well, you could just have wine tastings in your butler's kitchen, but... but I mean... Then we'll have it. Uh, at least then we'd have it. Then we'd have it. <laughs> Rewatching Arrested Development lately, it's still hilarious. Um, cooking. 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 Sorry. Cooking. Sorry. All right. Oh, look at me getting us off track this time. Yeah, the most important thing. Oh, I just put that. Go get curry powder. If you don't have it, you can put that shit on everything. <laughs> Even you can. It's awesome. Yeah. But. Um, Agreed. But the most the most important thing, and I feel like the the main thing that we've learned making this recipe a lot of times, and looking at like other recipes or watching other videos from like actual Indian people you and know? Thai people <laughs> and Thai people, right? Um, making these things, and you're like, oh, that's not. So a lot of these recipes, a lot of these Thai and Indian curry recipes, will do something. Where they they cook like they kind of cook the aromatics a little bit, like the onions and the garlic. You know, just like you'd start any kind of standard thing, but then they don't brown the meat at all. They just like leave the meat and then boil it in the oh, sauce. Yeah. That's our. That's like the first biggest difference. Yeah, a lot of recipes do this. And some of them, it's supposed to be like that. Like, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of Asian recipes. I can't think of the specific culture, but there's you know there's multiple. But there's specific ones where the point is to boil the chicken and have it be like super tender chicken, um, and be flavored by the broth, that kind of thing. Um, and that's fine. We there I we have a recipe like that that it does it turns out good. But if you're trying to make something like curry, like a head, like a hearty kind of sauce, you are gonna miss out on all the fond that comes off the meat on the bottom of the pan. You're not gonna get that flavor in your food, and your meat's not gonna have any color on it. So texture. Right. So the texture's gonna be different, and you're just leaving behind a lot of flavor you could be extracting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of these recipes will do that. And it's just not right. Eh, it's right, but <laughs> you ought to be doing it for a purpose. It's, well... This one is not... This one tells you to boil, effectively boil the chicken yeah. in the curry, and it kind of, I don't see the purpose. No, it's just, like, it's just white people cooking stuff that they don't know how to cook. Like, it's, it's traditionally, that's something that maybe you would do in a European dish, but... 
you wouldn't do that in the, you know. And even then, like, if you look at French cooking and stuff like that, they always use the fond. Or at least older recipes, right? Maybe this is, like, a result of weird 80s obsessions with, like, not using fat and not browning stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, no. Butter is the enemy of fat. Friend of fat. Friend of fat. Health. Butter is the enemy of health. (laughs) Not really, unless it's the plastic explosive margarine, like... Somebody told us. Somebody told me at one point in my life that that margarine is only an ingredient away from being a plastic explosive, and I will never ever forget it, even if it turns out to not be true. It was like somebody's. It was probably me. Because your friend's dad was in special ops. Yeah, but (laughs) saying that it's one ingredient away is a bullshit thing. That's like. Yeah. Saying that <laughs> yeah, this chemical that's in yoga mats is also in food. It's a general thing. Like, like carbon. Oh, well, there's carbon in smoke, but also in burgers. Yeah, it's carbon. Carbon's yeah. in everything. <laughs> so I don't think if you magically add... If the one ingredient to margarine that you need to add is gunpowder, then we're having a whole other conversation. Like, yeah, but I'm never going to forget it. It's always no, because it's a fun joke. It's always going to live... In my brain, I am a huge fan of I can't believe it's not butter, but It'll live in my <laughs> But well, here's the other thing with margarine. Actually, the thing that I dislike the most about cooking with margarine is that it has its own. It's like Miracle Whip. It has its own flavor on top of just the normal flavor of butter, and it messes with your stuff. Like so if you had to choose between margarine and some sort of oil, I would pick a neutral oil because it's not gonna mess with my flavors because margarine has like flavors depending on what brand you use and you know like um and the other other thing right is margarine i you can get it unsalted yeah it's usually pre-salted but it's usually salted and we've learned through trial and error that unsalted butter you really want unsalted butter if you're using it for cooking you want unsalted butter so you control the amount of salt that's in your food it just makes sense. Unless you're making quesadillas. Well, yeah. Then you want salted butter. Okay, yes. And if you're making sandwiches, you want uh, you want Hellman's mayonnaise and not bullshit Miracle Whip. Put it on the bun. Put it on them buns and toast them up. Mayonnaise bread is where it's at. Yeah. It's nice and crunchy on the outside, but so, so good. soft and chewy. So good. On the Whoever did that was a genius. <laughs> Whatever you like, when you add eggs to oil, apparently it fries really nice. <laughs> all the all the mayo chicken my grandpa made when I was a kid makes more more and more sense now. He literally just took chicken breasts and put mayonnaise, like he just spread mayonnaise onto the chicken and then put it on the grill. I think I saw him do it with his hand one time. He just like reached into the jar of mayonnaise, yep, yep. like a bear paw, <laughs> and just like and just, like, <laughs> just slurped it all over the chicken. It sounds disgusting, but I loved it. <laughs> so <laughs> I like a lot of bad things. So who am I to judge? Oh, I I don't know if I could eat it now, but but there's. Times where you can put mayonnaise on chicken and it does, like there's sauces where you would do that. 
theoretically. Like, uh, we just made Alabama white sauce for some mm. smoked pork butt that we did, which... Yeah, you've never had that. Holy shit, it's so good. Experience. You gotta make it, though. You gotta make it yourself and oh, control the sweetness. Sweet. Because, yeah, the pre-made ones are too sweet. Like a sugar bomb. And it's not really supposed to be sweet. It's supposed to be, like, tart. Tangy. Tangy. Like, it's like you could put it on cold. We did. We put it on the pork, and we put it on coleslaw, because it's, like, the same thing that you would put on coleslaw, but you can also put it on your barbecue, and it's and delicious. Then we put it on breakfast hash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Smoked smoked pulled pork is the shit. Like, if you have a smoker, all you need is a pork butt or pork shoulder, rub it in salt and pepper, and put it in the smoker. And the world is your and it's fuck. It's so good. <laughs> it's so dumb that I was like, I feel like I want to cry because we've never done this before. This is so amazing. Why would you ever make, you know, pork? Because usually you're gonna make it in like a crock pot and make like barbecue pulled pork. Trash. It's garbage. Throw it away. <laughs> it's stupid. Like, why would you even do that? It's the like bark that you get on this is like. Barky bark. It's uh, it's so bacony. <laughs> and you get these like crystallized like fat pieces that are just like the the crunchy fat on bacon and it's it's so good <laughs> I had a question though <clears throat> so do you pan fry your chicken before you put it in your curry yeah I got lost in the pork butt yeah, we all get lost in the butt sometimes. <laughs> it's dark in there. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yes, you wanna, you definitely want to sear your chicken. In our opinion. Before you start doing anything, just sear the chicken and put it to the side. We did boil it the first time. We did. Yeah. A big fan. It wasn't good. Don't do that. And then, because then you're going to take all of your aromatics and put them in with some ghee or some coconut oil if you want. For coconut. We've done both. Yeah, it's I, fine. It's I fine. like the, I definitely like the ghee better, but if you can't, I've never made ghee. It looks so hard. It's, it's kind it's of a pain in the butt, yeah. But you but can buy it. If you if you got ghee, do ghee. If you got coconut oil for some reason, do that. Uh, they both work, but ghee tastes could, like butter. So you could just do it in regular oil if that's all you had. Oh yeah, it I totally think, works. Really, I don't think the coconut oil is gonna add that. I don't think it adds that much, honestly, because you're putting the coconut milk in there later. The the coconut oil is an unnecessary expense. So like, if you didn't already have coconut oil, skip it. It's definitely one of those like, oh, it's because it's better for you kinds of dumb things. Right, but <laughs> and you're like, um, okay, okay, because it's gonna... really hard. How do you press a canola? <laughs> I don't know, but it's delicious and cheap. <laughs> do vegetable oil. Do non. Do whatever the hell you want. Like, <laughs> do olive oil that you can cook well with. Like, coconut oil is pointless. It doesn't do a lot for the flavor on this. No. Because you have the coconut milk. It does. Now, if you were looking to try ghee, perfect recipe. Yes, ghee is where it's at. Ghee is where it's at. Yeah, because you're gonna take so you're gonna take the ghee and use it to kind of scrape up some of the fond on the bottom from the chicken, and then you've got your onions, garlic, and, and 
just smells like a fucking movie theater. Ginger and red pepper, uh, red bell pepper all kind of go in. Yeah, I mean, you want to be careful not to burn the garlic, so you can throw it in a little bit later, but you're, you put all these things in, and you put the spices. So, like, the recipe says, put, put these aromatics in and just cook them in oil, coconut oil. For what, like 30 seconds? You know, for maybe. a couple minutes, maybe, till the onions are translucent or whatnot, and then drown it with, like, liquid. Okay. And it's, that's, you, you're losing so, so much flavor when you do that. Wait, does the written <laughs> recipe not put the red curry paste in until after the coconut milk uh, goes in? Because if that's the case, that's a huge fucking white girl wasted maneuver right there. No, it's... It adds, the, this recipe does add the spices while you're still cooking the aromatics, but it only tells you to cook the aromatics for about, like, less than 10 minutes, which is where we found that you can really make this better, is if you, if you, um, cook the aromatics until they're, like, paste. Um, because you, it, like, there's so much flavor that comes out of that that you're not going to get if you just start pouring liquid on it because it's not going to have direct contact with the heat anymore. And we learned that that's kind of how a lot of these recipes are actually done by it's watching videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, by watching videos of people do like, go search for curry and find a video that's not in English and just huh. watch them make the base like just watch them make the base of the curry because that's what we did and we were like oh this that's is what you need to so do funny. to get <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's how you get a lot of places with recipes you just kind of have to see how it's supposed to be done and then you know go from there but that's also where you can decide whether or not you're actually gonna do it at home yeah. There's a, there's a lot of food that I want to make that we're never going to make. Yeah, and then you kind of try and make like a cheater one, and it's like it's not, not as good at all. And you're like, ah, I guess I'm just going to have to order this mm -hmm. out. Because <laughs> I don't want to put in that much effort. Nope. Too many ingredients, too finicky. Yeah. But yeah. But this one. This recipe. But this one is a good one where you can get you can get where you're trying to go with some cheats like the red you, curry paste. You put all of your veggies and your seasonings in, and then you mix the curry paste in. Get that nice and toasty toast toast. Yeah, it actually toasts right the spices. Right when you think it's gonna burn, then you have the milk. <laughs> yes. And how long you can push that for, Ashley will make you feel super uncomfortable every time because you think it's going to burn, and then it doesn't, and then she gets to do the I'm fucking right dance. She's very subtle, cute little smug, like, twinge in the mouth where she's just like, I'm fucking right. Well, this is why this is my curry, because I have the patience to let it sit. I don't. You got to have the patience. Yep. It's, you're going to be rewarded. Like, your vegetables should not be super distinguishable shapes anymore. They should nope. be kind of paste. And it's delicious that way. Yeah. And the other thing that we... I've learned with everything, right? Like, all of these curry-type recipes. 
is you don't put in lime juice unless you're trying to make like a like a sour soup or something like that. That's different. But if you're just trying to get lime flavor in your soup, you you don't put the lime juice in until like right before you serve it because it'll cook off <laughs> and you won't even it'll just get lost. You won't taste it. Yeah, it's like it has to be very fresh. <laughs> you know, um I've made that mistake way too many times. I'm sure I'll make it again, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will, too. What was the other important big change? So we so we seared the chicken instead of boiling it. We toasted the curry paste instead of not. I mean, they toast the curry paste in there. I'm looking at the recipe again. It toasts they do. for, like, it's not what, long four enough. minutes. Yeah, less. We're doing it, less we're doing it on, like, medium, medium, low for, like, Six, seven minutes, eight minutes. Sometimes. Yeah, it can be, it can go for a while. I mean, like ten minutes. Maybe. Do it for as long as you're comfortable, and then remember that, and do it a little bit longer next time until you burn it, and then you'll know that <laughs> eleven and a half minutes is too long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's you're not gonna burn it. Like it's, it's there's butter and there's stuff in there that'll as long as you're moving it around and. You don't have the heat up too high. Yeah, you can always go longer with a lower heat. Um, it, it's yeah. a fine balance. But you're like you're doing the job of toasting the spices that they would do like before they do anything, right? They just take a dry pan and like toast allspice berries and stuff like that, and then grind them all up, and then like start with that. But this is kind of a way to cheat that a little bit if you're not, you know, grinding your own spices. Which we won't get into that right now. We do sometimes. Can be worth it. Yeah, can totally be worth it. But it's not always... This is a very, like, weeknight dinner, but it's also kind of impressive for people who don't make or eat curry a lot. I would definitely try this on a Friday night the first time or a Saturday. Yeah, just to play with it. Once you start feeling comfortable, you can turn it into a weeknight. The other biggest difference, now that I'm thinking about it going on, so we've added the coconut milk, and then it... Does it say to put the lid on it? Mm. I know you put the chicken in, and then you put the coconut milk in, then you put the chicken in, mm-hmm. and then you, what is it, cook it till the chicken's done? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, don't do that. Cook it much longer. Yeah, and then, yeah, that's the other thing. You want to, like, toast all the things, um, all the seasonings and everything, but then you this basically is just, like, pour, pour in the coconut milk, and then cook the chicken the rest of the way, like boil the chicken, and then well, you're. Well, they're starting from raw chicken at that point, aren't they? Mm, yeah. Yeah, and then they the order they do this stuff in is kind of weird. So they're starting from raw chicken, <laughs> and so what? It boils for like ten minutes, and then the raw chicken is no longer raw. But yeah, and then that's it. You're done. Serve then, it. <laughs> then you're eating like a fucking soup. It's soup. Yeah, you it's gotta soup. you gotta give it time. Like, unless you cooked it for the ten minutes on high the entire time, I don't know if you could break coconut milk, but I feel like doing it on high the whole time wouldn't be good for it. No, it's just at that point, at the point where you've like toasted the spices that's very different from a traditional italian red sauce but after that point italian red sauce yeah it's very different but after the point where you've toasted all the spices and you're adding in the coconut milk 
the flavor profile is very different from an Italian red sauce, oh, but but the concept of building the sauce and like oh. simmering the sauce and letting the flavor develop, right? Because a lot of times when you do an Italian red sauce, you'll do onions, garlic, and you know maybe some kind of tomato paste, and then you'll put a bunch of tomatoes in there at some point to make your sauce, and then you let that sauce sit and simmer for a while to develop all the flavor. And that's where you add, like, the herbs in to let them soak. And it's, it's really the same, like, thought process as... Not this recipe, though. They just need soup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, you want to think of it like you're making a red sauce for pasta. Let it reduce to the puree. Yeah. I mean, they, they suggest on this recipe, oh, if you want it to be thicker, you can make a cornstarch slurry no, and put no, it in just there. No, cook it longer. If you just cook it longer, it's it'll develop does a, what a it should do. flavor, <laughs> and it'll be, definitely cook it until it coats the back of the spoon, maybe even a little longer. Yeah, you can really, it's, you can cook it a long time, and it get, just gets better. And it's, you can overdo it. I've overdone it before. And then the coconut becomes too prominent. Well, it also depends on the coconut milk yeah. you use, because some brands, every brand is different, and like some of them are kind of too sweet. Yeah, but you won't know until you've used it, is the unfortunate <laughs> thing. Yeah, I tend to like like kind of just basic store brand ones, because they're not as <laughs> sweet. They don't tend to be as sweet. They have enough flavor, but they cut the sweetness out for sure. The the Mexican brands or the yeah Mexican brands like Goya? like Goya and there's another one that's like really popular, um, but both of those I'm not saying they're bad. You sh you just need to know that they're sweet and depending where you use it can be good or it can be overly sweet. Um, you know, and you're like you're adding some sugar to this too, because it's kind of got that. That's dry. what I did wrong. I like way over sugared it. Oh yeah, you just. Oh yeah. Super light. <laughs> like it says two tablespoons. I think. Do not do two tablespoons. No, 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 no. Well, no. it says to taste. To taste. I, yeah, you don't need that much sugar in there, but you want a little bit of it because it's got that. That's where it's kind of Thai, where you have the brown sugar, the lime juice. The coconut and uh, fish sauce—it's you get a Thai thing to it at the end. But a lot of the, but the curry powder flavor, which is prominent, is pretty much an Indian spice blend. Um, but it works really well together. I mean, it doesn't know what it wants to be, but it's good anyways. <laughs> I mean, it's good if you do sweets. Yeah. Yeah, um, I also put here, this recipe doesn't say this with the coconut milk, but a lot of recipes that tell you to use coconut milk say only scrape the cream off the very top of the can and just use that. And you haven't gotten one of those recipes in a long time. It's really dumb, and it's just, like, wasteful, and I don't get it. Because <laughs> when, <you cook, laughs> when you cook the, like, coconut milk, it thickens, and you're fine. Like, I just don't get it. I just use the whole can, you know, because usually, but there were several at one point we tried to cook and they were like, just use the cream. And there were even some that were like, buy two cans just so you can use the cream. Oh yeah, talk about wasteful shit. I'm like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I remember that. 
that. that was, did I find that recipe? It sounds like some shit I'd pick. Maybe. You, I mean, you tend to pick Asian stuff. This one is one Yeah, but I don't always pick good stuff. No, I pick I know. better. But especially in the beginning, I used to pick. Well, you just didn't, like, have good, like. Understanding of flavor? Not that. It's you didn't have a good gauge of, like, what's doable and what's too hard. <laughs> I still don't have the best gauge on that. Yeah. I tend to. I mean, I just tend to like cooking things that are more, like, a sauce that sits for a couple hours because to me that's more that's more low maintenance than something where you had to like fry a bunch of meat like I want to eat that but I don't want to cook that <laughs> so yeah. you know something that's very like and next more like wok stuff like where you have to sit there and technique. burn your face while you're cooking I think I can do it <laughs> and I can't it comes well, out pretty it's good. It's on mass. I can't make it on mass. Well, you have to do it in batches. Yeah. That's just what you have to do. But I, that's more what he wants to cook and eat, and I'm, like, happy to eat it sometimes, but <laughs> but I'm just more like I like sauces and I like fresh herbs and f fruit and vegetables and stuff like that. So that's just different cooking styles. But, well, um, you still got tasting on this shit? Yeah. Let's talk about the taste, motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously it's good. If I mean, we've kind of been talking about if it. If you make it when you... If you make it the way that it says to make it, it's gonna be... Fine. It's gonna be okay, but it's gonna be You're soupy. not gonna understand why somebody would make a podcast episode about this if you make it exactly the way it's written. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be soupy, and it's not gonna be as powerful, like, flavor-wise, as what we're talking about. But, you know, if the most adventurous you've gotten up to this point is Taco Bell, like, it make it the way it's written, and it'll be a great introduction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like clearly, we liked it enough the first time to keep making it, to keep tweaking it. Because we saw the potential for it to be good. Yeah, it can be. It's only gotten better. It can be, and it's it's like exactly what you. Unless you're eating like super good Thai curry all the time. Well, it tastes like what you think of when you think of like red Thai curry. It's very basic. Like <laughs> it has that familiar flavor, I guess, or mass-produced flavor, maybe, I, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a basic curry, <laughs> um, yeah, and then we already talked about, you need, you really need the herbs, cilantro and basil are good, but if you can get, if you have fresh oregano, I mean, try it out, it's really good, uh, <laughs> But you really needed you like some herbs. It's kind of just like a sprinkle on top. These are like you cook them in the sauce, and it makes a lot of the flavor of the food. And then you actually we topped it with cilantro, which was good. And I would do that because you get that like really fresh, grassy um, bite on the top since it's like it's really rich. Um. Yeah, and I mean, as we've found, the more times we've made this. Uh, the amount of flavor you're able to get is completely based on that cook down and toast of the veggies and the spices before you start adding the liquids. So you really want to do that to as much as you're comfortable with. 
Yeah, and then after that, you can still develop some flavors, letting it sit there, but you lose the opportunity to, to toast things, like, directly on heat as soon as you add liquid. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's really good. We like it. <laughs> make it a lot. Um, the rating system, one to five, ease okay. of use. Uh, this recipe is really easy to use if you do it like they say. But you're not going to get the most out of your ingredients. Yes. Okay, so what are we coming? I know we don't do fence sitting, but is this like a. So, what are you rating the ease of use on? Are you rating it on the, the way it's written or the way you're recommending for this one? Or do you want to give two separate ones? Um. Ooh, I asked a good question. I'm going to so. I'm going to say the ease of use does not refer to the taste. So if I'm just looking at the recipe and saying how easy is it. The way it's written. The way it's written. It is not hard. It's very one to five. basic. Um, five being what? Positive? Five being positive. Okay. I would give this a four. I would give this a four because... The, you have to pay really close attention to the order that they're doing things in, and it's not going to be, like, intuitive. See, that's why I'm going to give it a three. So, I but don't I think it's easy, but I don't think it's hard. I remember the beginning, me, like, constantly having to look back at this, because it didn't... I was looking at it right now, and it doesn't make sense. You do all your toasty onions and spices and curry... And then you put the red bell pepper in? That shit's weird to me now. Yeah, I don't really... It's because they want the red bell pepper to be crunchy still, but I'm like, no. Oh if you ever had, like, Indian curry, there are no crunchy vegetables. They're all just paste. That's just, that's how it is. <laughs> you know? I mean, unless, until we go to, like, a Michelin star oh, Indian well, restaurant, that's, and that's then we'll see what... The, but for now... <laughs> The ones we've been, and we've been to a, at least one really good place. Like, I mean, the food was just really good. It's, when you eat it, it's all kind of brown, or it's, you know, it's some kind of brown, and it's all just, like, stew. It's stew. You know, you don't have crunchy, like, carrots in it. It's not, <laughs> that's not the technique. Um, you know, so... But I think it's I think it's easy to use, in the interest of just being somebody who doesn't really cook curry. This is a good beginner recipe for cooking curry. I want to call it a three and a half. But nope. If you're gonna make these not do halves, I'm gonna say three. <clears throat> All right, that gets a three and a four on ease of use. Um, taste satisfaction. This <laughs> unless you again like unless you eat delicious curry all the time. That's like super authentic. Well, again, are you basing it the way it's written, or just what's made? Are you splitting? If we're rating the recipe... Okay, we'll just rate the recipe right now. The taste satisfaction is... It's like a... Th it's like a three. Because yep. you get... Like, you start to get the flavors that you're looking for. But it's like a ghost of what you want. Yeah, it makes you want more of it. You know? <laughs> you're just like, oh, that's the flavor that I want, but no, it's... it's a flavor, but this isn't it. Barely there, you know? You just need more, like, powerful flavor. And also, 
if you don't eat curry a lot, you probably would think this is really banging curry. I guess. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, but I give it I give it a three if you do the recipe as written, because it's just not like it's not fully fledged, like it's not fully filled out. Kind of. No. No, the way it's written is like you were on your way to Flavor Town, but you got stopped at the truck stop, and then you just didn't go any further. <laughs> I was, trying to, I was trying to work Flavortown in there at some point. Do not pass the Flavortown truck stop. Yeah. You must blow Guy Fieri oh, before returning no. to your vehicle. No. No. Leave Guy out of this. Eh. Fun to poke fun at. He looks like an idiot. Yeah, but he's so nice. Yeah. He's a guy you want to have a beer with. <sighs> yes, I think that's true. If he was like off, he seems like off camera. He's probably not a such chiller. a fucking spaz, but his on camera, his on camera personality, like uh, it's real big dad energy. Yep. <laughs> You're just like this is so much. You're so much. How much effort does it take to exist as you? Um. <laughs> okay, so what well, we gave it a three on flavor the way it's written. I gave it a three. I give it a three. I agree with you three. Because right. it's not bad. No, it's not bad. It's just not what it... The it, way it's written, it's just okay. Yeah. Cost effectiveness. Uh, uh, pant it's a pantry build-up thing. If you already cook stuff like this, it's really cost it's effective. Really if you have to buy stuff like the curry and the Tide the sauce paste, and the paste. Yeah. then, you know, it's... That's, that's, you know, that's like 20 bucks. That you maybe didn't want to extra spend this grocery store trip. Yeah. Um. But again, you can use all that stuff for other things, so it's most of it sits. Right. Really so it's not like you're. The end of the world, <laughs> it's not like you're buying a huge daikon radish that only comes in size huge, and like, <laughs> unless you want a pickle radish for a hundred years, you don't. You're never gonna yeah, use a whole one of those. No, yeah. Or <laughs> unless you make all of your recipes around that one daikon radish for the week, you never go through all of it. Yeah, which I, you know what? They're probably gonna do that on uh, about to eat YouTube channel. Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> they okay. So cost effectiveness depends on what you already have. It's not too bad. It's chicken uh, thigh, so that's a fairly cheap meat. I say it's a four if you need to buy everything. And if you, if you, if you're starting, <laughs> if you have none of the pantry staples yeah, that yeah. are related to this recipe, four. If you already have it, five. It's you buy yeah, an it's onion, cheap. And you buy chicken. The, you probably already have an onion sitting in your refrigerator yeah, from last week. Yeah, onion, garlic, like. Now you're gonna buy a ginger. bell pepper and some chicken thighs. Like <laughs> and, uh, some of us got ginger just sitting around that fridge too. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, I would say it's it's about a four, because if you have to buy everything, yeah. it's exactly. can be kind of pricey. Um, in general, though, it's not. I'm waiting for the day that we have a huge difference on one of these results. You and me were we're pretty on brand, on par with each other. That was on a brand. one point swing. <laughs> I'm waiting for like you to be like a five, and I'm like one. Well. So let's just talk about a seafood recipe. There you go. All of it, one. It's super <laughs> expensive. It tastes terrible. No, I'm just kidding. No, we did clam chowder first, actually. Yeah. 
which yeah. is seafood. <laughs> There's clams. Yeah. There's clams in it. I'm still, still waiting, waiting though. Um, something's gonna come up one day. Maybe I don't it'll, know. Maybe it'll be something beef related. Maybe. Guarantee it. <laughs> or something Asian, maybe. Yeah. That I'm just like I don't like it, and he's like, eh, it tastes like it. sugar garbage. And I love it. Yeah. Paradise for us for life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cost effectiveness fours and fives all around. Yeah. All right. What the fuck factor? There isn't. There one. isn't. No. There is not one. The I interest. Mean, the interesting thing about this recipe is how long it's been since we first made it, and how many times we've made it, and how much we've learned making it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The recipe, <laughs> the way it's written, though. There's nothing zero. surprising or one. weird about it. <laughs> one on the weirdness scale. Yeah. It's yeah, it's a, a one. Pumpkin spice lattes of genericness. Mm-hmm. We like that here. Sometimes. At home cooker in Everson. Sometimes. <laughs> um... Doesn't yeah, we don't we don't script these ratings at all. By the way, uh, nope. we're just finding out our opinions of them right now. I didn't know what we were <laughs> doing today until you made me come into the recording studio. Yeah, <laughs> it's <coughs> this is the real Andrew. reality TV where you can't see us and we're jerking off behind the counter. Don't give away my trade secrets. <laughs> jerking off behind the counter at uh, Guy Fieri's Flavor Town Truck Stop. Hey. I gotta make more sauce. <laughs> <laughs> this is my Alabama white sauce. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. It's so tart this week. It's so bleachy. Uh. <laughs> All right, what's next? Um, does it leftover? Yes. Yes, it does. This one. Don't. Hmm? Don't put it in the same container as your rice, though. Oh well, I mean, only an idiot would. <laughs> I mean, I used to do that. Only an idiot. That's, no, don't do that. That's like putting your Oh, also That's like putting your pasta in the same like your sauce in the same thing as your pasta. Unless it's like lasagna cuz you can't like you can blorp that it, back it's out. It's always best to separate it. <laughs> yeah, it's always better to separate it always 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 and you should only ever put the amount of pasta in the sauce that you are going to eat that night yep. because that's how you make Italian pasta. That tastes good. Oh, sorry, <laughs> real quick side. Uh Sidetrack on the sides. You can eat this with rice. Uh, it's also delicious with even the most basic uh, store-bought naan bread. Oh, yeah. It's good with naan. I mean, but, everything's good with naan. But you kind of want the rice or else it doesn't – it won't fill enough. You need, well, you need no, you the need rice something. to soak up all the curry. Like You need something. You can't just eat a bowl of this. You either need the rice or the bread. You need some kind of bread. Or you need some kind of carb. Yes. Because it's like it's a stew and you're not, you know, you're going to miss out on all the stewy it is, goodness. It is important. Sometimes you can skip those. Yeah, like stir fries. You don't always need it, but yeah, yeah, you need a carb with it. And the naan is good. Um, uh, okay, so yeah. So it's it left over. It, it it's, it's a five. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can, it gets, it's curry too, right? It's a sauce, so it gets more flavorful. Like really overnight. There's like no spice in this curry. No, it's not a spicy curry. It's a very tame curry, which I actually like because I don't. I like spicy curries, but I I don't know. 
sometimes I just like savory stuff that doesn't like blow my mouth off. Yeah. Cause I I don't know. Cause eating really spicy food is like work. <laughs> you know, it's like not fun to okay. eat, eat anymore at that point. You know, unless you're gonna eat like just a little bit of something that's spicy. But if your whole meal is just drenched in like spicy sauce, it's like laborious, it's laborious to eat. <laughs> but anyway, this does leftover. That's why we make it during the week, so we can eat it for lunch. And it it gets better overnight, just like Italian red sauce. Maybe one time we'll talk about Italian. Problem with Italian recipes or you know reasons why we may not get to the, that on this channel for a while. I don't. I mean, I grew up with my mom making red sauce, and I just kind of have played with it a lot. And it's something that I don't use recipes for because it's something. Yeah, we could. Start with the Babish one if you really wanted to. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. It's it's most of our um, those recipes though are at this point it's been it's been altered so much that it's it doesn't even resemble it. <laughs> it's not their recipe, anymore. but it, like that doesn't rule out the possibility that we might talk of we might do an episode where we just talk about like a recipe that we made. I we could do that. We probably will. There's, there was, we made this really good, basically like pasta primavera kind of thing, but with the grape tomato sauce that was like just grape tomatoes, and that's it, <laughs> you know. And it was so fucking delicious. <laughs> One of those really simple things that was, it turned out so good, and I was so happy about it. And I just didn't have a recipe. I just went in the kitchen and made food, you know. One of those. <laughs> it's good. It's fine. Oh, what? Let's. Were there any other thoughts or comments on uh, curry, though? Did we get all of our ratings? We got all. Yes, we got all of our ratings. And thank you and good night, cheery listeners. Home cooking, other sins. Goodbye.